You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's 24 Live Another Day After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's 24 Live Another Day After Show. Yes, it's 24. Welcome, AfterBuzzers. Uh, my name's Nando Velasquez. This is 24 Live Another Day. We're doing the 3 o'clock hour. Joining me, across from me, are... Hi, I'm Roxy Stryer. And and I'm Jeffrey Masters. Yes, and we are missing uh, Danny Hoyt this week. He uh, is uh, memorializing, I guess, because it's Memorial Day. Nando, that was like... if. The clock didn't start. You were not going to start the show without that clock. I was not going to start without that you clock. You were not going to start without that I clock. I wanted that clock. It, it you and me. Jack both, man. That <laughs> clock gives me anxiety. This uh-huh. whole show. God. <laughs> I'm, was anybody stressed out by like the opening sequences of all the yeah. phone calls back and forth? I'm not a nail biter. And like my hands were in my mouth the entire episode. Um, yeah. Stress. Major stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody was just, like, talking on the phones, like, talking about, like, heavy, hot-button issues. Well, it's drones. There's it's very a trendy lot, right now. Thousands of people might die. Yeah. Thousands of English citizens. Yeah, but- And maybe out here in L.A. we don't feel like, oh, you know, they're stressed <laughs> out. Why are they so stressed out about it? No, I mean, yes, a lot's at stake in that sense, but that's not the thing that gets to me most. It's the little things like when somebody's finger is being chopped off, you know? Oh, Ooh, yeah. I, I can't really conceptualize tens of thousands of people may die that's that's not something that gets me so stressed even though maybe that's where I should get so stressed but when I see these teams going in and they're about to get bombed even if there's way less of them that's what gets me that's the nail biter I mean that obviously gets me you guys see me squirming every episode but <laughs> something about the drones being in the newspaper like um, every week like I've been reading about it all summer like for the foresight for the writers to have to like include this in the show it just really like uh, I think it, like I applaud them for that like they guessed <laughs> but um it just really stresses me out yeah no absolutely i mean it's a hot it's a hot button topic and uh, again 24 uh credit them they always seem to know uh what to hit us with yeah as far as uh as a really good plot device as a as a good a threat to uh to the country to the nation well in this case to england i'm so, still waiting on our mole though I feel like we have a lot of this 24 stuff going on. We're seeing classic Jack Bauer. We're seeing Audrey. We're seeing Chloe. We got the dynamics going, and I'm waiting for this mold to pop Yeah, there's still, you still think it, Sorry, uh, you keep saying it's going to be Eric. Do you still I, believe that? I'm back and forth. Because when they were driving the car, and you said, oh, Eric, and you were like, it's a car crash, and I was like, oh my god, I was thinking the exact same thing, but only because you said it. That's why I don't know if it's Eric anymore, because I feel like if he was going to do it, he would have already done it. So I don't know at this point if I just think that somewhere there's a mole. Well, let's let's get into the episode. Let's just talk about the episode. Maybe we could figure out the mole from there. Okay. So yeah. based on what we see. So uh, pretty much we're starting off this episode with Jack in custody. At the end of last week's episode, we saw uh, Kate jump on top of him and declare that, you know, she caught she got dibs on Jack. CIA's got dibs. And she pretty much saved Jack's life because the Marines were going to go in there and kill him. They just were right. fed up with him after what he what he did in the embassy uh, and she last takes the week. Flight key. And she takes the flight key, and she apparently takes also Jack's earpiece. Uh, yeah, his earpiece, his communication with Chloe. So uh, smart. After like, yes, pretty smart. Wicked gotcha. smart. That Wicked long smart. hair covers the ears up. No one can see it. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much, uh, Kate runs off. Jack ends up doing a distraction just to to make sure the Marines don't uh, think that Kate has the flight key. Marines take Jack anyway. At least they don't kill him, and they bring him into custody. So let's talk about this is Jack's meeting with well with with President James Heller that he was talking to last week. This is the first time that Audrey gets to see him. There's oh. a lot going on here with this. Uh, I mean, Jack. This is one episode where Jack's pretty much in custody the whole time. Jack actually doesn't really do too much. 
Right. Well, but what he does is important because uh, you know he's he's talking to the president. Let's talk first about President Heller. So, uh, right. I think it, there's a few things that are important to mention. Number one, the fact that Mark kind of apologizes mm-hmm. to both the president right. and to Audrey. Yeah. Number two, that he took the initiative to call Jack in preemptively, thinking that the president would want to speak to him. Uh, so I don't think he's this bad guy that everybody's kind of making him out to be. Yeah. Uh, I. He even did. Uh He even did a mea culpa to uh, to Audrey. Said, "I let personal feelings get in the way." Right. Well, yeah, that's why, as the president, I'm just shocked that you would surround yourself by like people who have personal feelings. You know, <laughs> I think well, everybody has feelings. I, I know, but like it, everyone has feelings, but not. It's like it goes beyond when it's your daughter and her husband. Mm. Like those are just strong relationships. Like how can you like let go of them? Well, and I then, don't know if there have been situations like this in the past. It, it feels like Jack would be the only thing that maybe Mark would, yeah, k- kind of bend his. Uh, morals or whatever bend his politics in order True. to do this because um, Jack's everything to Audrey and we see that tonight. Yeah. Oh, very, very tender moment between Jack and Audrey. Eskimo kisses. A forehead and, conversation. Yeah, forehead conversation. Uh, Looked like really close to Eskimo kisses there. It was. Uh, well, it wasn't Eskimo kisses. What I'm is an Eskimo kiss? No, Eskimo kisses. Is, what is that? The two noses the, next to each other. But they weren't really Eskimo. It was just, I was just the, the rub, the nose, 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 nose. rubbings. Oh, they weren't rubbing noses. They don't noses. kiss up there? It's too cold? It's to yeah, keep yeah, warm. Yeah, that's it's, keep, the, it's the warmth. <laughs> um, no, but I, I thought that that was a little too close. I thought that for our first interaction, you know, like, I really, it looked like they were going to hook up. That was, like, almost cheating on her husband. No, but she know. wouldn't do that. Yeah. I, I agree. But you know what? I'm going to go off that, and I'm going to call BS on the writers, because how dare they let Audrey and then the President of the United States into a closed room with Jack Bauer, who does not have handcuffs on. I know. I know. Like, are like, you like, kidding oh, it's me? Fine. That's, when the President said that, we were both looking at each other like, Yeah, like, there's no windows, there's no guards, yeah. and he's not even handcuffed? I think, I think that Jack has earned... I think he's earned with everything that he's done in service for the president that he's earned some some respect. I think to sense. us, we, he's earned it, but like he's still a wild card. Here's all that has card. to happen. Jack has to go, boom, hit the president's head, the president's dead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, well, and, then, then and it's then, the president's uh, then it's the president's call because he's the one who pretty much said, leave me alone with him. They thought Jack was here to assassinate the president. For all they know, Jack is working with Margot and this was the major plan to yeah. get him into there and now he's there and bang, you're dead. That's when Audrey's not there hoping, saying, no, we can't let you in with this person. I just right. think out of all the dumb moves that, that they've done, I really don't think, you know, when I say they, I mean like the CIA and and the Marines, out of all the dumb moves, I don't I don't really think of this as a dumb move. I mean, we've already said this in the past, but we've already said this in the past when we were talking about uh, Mark forging the signature, and we said Jack would probably do that. Said, no, Jack seems to have the most respect for the president, no matter what. Even when he's going up against the president, yeah, he always but- like warns him. He'll tell him, "If I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you." He tells you straight up. I agree, but we know that though. Yeah, but like you the watch people the who show. work for the president do not. Absolutely, you know, his, their guards, their team. And yet the president told them to get out of the room, so they have to. He's the commander in chief. They listen to the president. I, I would say, I'm sorry, but if you have a death wish, great. But I'm going to watch. <laughs> And that's why I should have that job. And that's why. Okay. Mm. All right. Fair enough. I think in this world Done that, that it, I think in this world that if the president says, "Leave me alone with Jack Bauer," trust me, leave me alone with Jack. I mean, Jack Bauer is the one you don't trust. The president is the one you trust, even if you don't you don't believe. Right. You know, but he's the in way his that right the line. president talked to Jack wasn't as if he fully even trusted him. Jack looks at him and goes, "So I was right." The president never was like, "Thank you for coming back," or "Yes, you were right." You know. So it, it didn't seem to me like. The president wanted to be all chummy with Bauer, which is why I was confused why he had yeah. people leave the room. Okay, well, I don't know. I was able to suspend my disbelief and say, okay, you know what? He earned pretty much because he called he called them correctly on on the drone attacks that it was an override that uh, that he earned the president earned it. Yeah, and I want to like make the whole show about this, but like in my mind, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, well, why aren't the guards saying he only did this to get close to the president to have this moment? Right. But what do you guys think the president is feeling about Jack right now? Because he isn't acting so warm towards him. Uh, he's not willing to put him back in the field. So he cares about, he trusts him enough, but not I think completely. he wants to trust him more than he is able to because of like his position. He can't give him 100% consent because he's the president. And, um, I just think he has to go through these other options, which is like his other team first. Okay, what do you think? Well, Andrew? he's he's obviously got to go through his other team first. I mean, he's the president. He's got he's got his uh, 
He's got his panel, he's got his people, he's got his confidants, but at the same time, we've seen this time and time again, Jack usually ends up figuring things out. Even if you don't agree with him right away, he ends up calling the right call most of the time. So, you know, I think that President Heller is, uh, you know, familiar with that. What do you think? I don't know. It it makes me kind of question the president. We we know that he's not completely in the right mindset. I, I put it that lightly because I don't actually know what's going on with the president. Right. And it really wasn't addressed any further tonight's episode. Oh, oh, oh. I'm so sorry. I completely forgot about that. You're right. exactly right. So I don't I don't know if that's affecting the way that he sees Bauer or... I, well, I think, look, it, I mean, we saw this whole episode. We saw nothing happen. So we can... You can... I, I can understand if you think, well, writers, you know, may have messed up here. But I... Personally, uh, no, I don't no, see I it. don't think they messed up. I just like I completely forgot that he was having the memory issues because the last two episodes, I think. Right. I mean, I, I will say this: the only reason why I would say that maybe someone would question uh, Heller at this point was because of the memory issues. But he proved himself <laughs> it, when he was talking to Parliament <laughs> that he handles himself perfectly well. Yeah, so I think, and really, the bad. only person really who had issues with the president's state of mind was Mark Brodeur, and he's already pretty much said, okay. It's my, well, you know, only- it's my bad. I've, I've, I should have told you more, more of this information earlier. Perhaps I should have trusted you. I was the one last week who told you to go against Bauer, and now all of a sudden, look. You know, he's actually right. So that's Mark's the only one person. of the only people per, uh, he knows. Not many people know, you know. Exactly. Well, I, we don't even know who knows at this point. We know Mark. So, we know Audrey. The chief of staff and Audrey would be the only people to probably call shenanigans right. on, on Heller. And right. obviously, they Audrey trusts Jack with her life. And, you know, Mark probably doesn't want to go against the president again because he was wrong already. So right. that's why. So I, I was thinking about this because you guys know that I did go back and watch season eight. And we see this line. Now with um, Audrey and Jack, and she says I should have stood up for you more. And he says, but everything they said about me was true. Mm-hmm. And if you guys remember in season eight, Jack, in order to do what he thought was right, because nobody was listening to him, and even Chloe thought he had lost it at this point, he had to go and kill a lot of people that he was not authorized to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that must be what they're referring to—that he didn't have authorization. There were some innocents that got in his crossfire. Um, so clearly that that's what they're referring to, unless. Something's happened in the past four years where he's popped up for air and we don't know about it yet. Um, and, I mean, it seems like he's been very low under the radar, Well, right? I mean, look, the Russians the Russians want Jack. He's obviously done a, a lot of bad things and he's responsible for he's responsible for getting things done at no matter what cost. So, I mean, it's easy to say that that's why he kept away from Audrey. He, mm-hmm. he obviously has a conflict. He's always had this conflict where that the people he's around – end up getting hurt or dying because of this. You know, they're at stake, mm-hmm. you know, uh, ever since season one. So this is obviously... And plus, let's face it, Audrey's married. She's a married woman right now, too. So he's going back up to her and she's married and they're having this conversation. And he realizes for what he needs to do, he can't be soft. Yeah, he says, you need to leave, you need to leave. Yeah. He, he asks her, so I hear you're married. Are you happy? Does he treat you well? She completely ignores right. every question mm-hmm. and, and moves on further. Um do you think she's sitting here thinking uh, she didn't know what happened to Jack? She didn't know if he was still on the run, if he was dead, where you know where in the world he was. Did she wish she waited for him? Can we tell that she's in love with him still, or what are you guys feeling that she's feeling for him? Um, I don't think she knows what she's feeling. Mm. I think it's just utter confusion. Like I didn't think you were dead, but I didn't think I would ever see you again. Mm-hmm. I was I was getting on with my life, uh, like with the, under the assumption that he would never be a part of it again. And now I think that's like why it's so interesting to watch her and their interaction because she's like, now what? Right. Kind of like us. Well, it's an interesting love triangle. I mean, she obviously had feelings for Jack, and here he is back in, in her life, and she's moved on without him. It's uh, Maybe she waited for him. We don't know what exactly what happened in those four years. Don't forget, he, he when he left her, she was pretty much in a in a very bad state, very mental <laughs> state. Right. And, uh, and uh, here she is. Her life has moved on. We saw her in the first hour, you know, getting ready. Her husband, yeah. you know, the way her husband was, was dealing with her. They weren't getting along 100%, but they're still a married couple. Married couples bicker every now and then. Of so. course. And, I mean, Jack's question, though, like, you're married now. Are you happy? I think it's very clear. She's like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not. No, sleep with me right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I felt like she wanted to say, though. I But, like, the conversation right before, too, that she had with Tate Donovan, she was like, you need to go. My father needs you, not I need you. Yeah, absolutely. 
I don't know. And it was interesting to me that he kept saying, like, you need to leave, get out of here, get out of here. Like, he can't even deal with his emotions for her because they're so mm. strong. And, and, yeah. and he knows she's married. And what is he going to do? Like, kiss her right then and there? No. But I, I remember when we were watching after the first episode, they kind of did a preview of the entire season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, did they kiss right there? And when we were watching the preview, and I think it was actually this moment that we saw in the preview of them this close. I so, agree. so I don't know if we will actually see them get together at any point. Hmm. I don't. I don't feel like that's in the cards. Yeah, I just don't feel like it's in the chemistry of the show so far. Granted, we're just in the beginning, though. But it makes me confused because we only have twelve episodes this season, and this is supposedly the the final bow to twenty four. Right. So. If that, supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. The way that it was phrased, though, also was Kiefer Sutherland talking, saying, this is the last time we're going to see Jack Bauer. So I wonder if, like, there is a potential spinoff with, like, Kate. Right, right, absolutely. But regardless of that, because it's it's relevant to the show, but it's irrelevant to the point I'm about to make, uh, which, sure. is, which is the fact that why did we bring back Jack and Audrey? Why did we bring her back for this? I feel like the only reason we would have brought her back oh. is to have her be romantically involved with Jack somehow. Otherwise, we could have brought back an entire slew of people. I, you know, I it, don't know. Well, here's the thing. I mean, this is a span of 24 hours. I don't know if, if uh, you're, you're pretty much saying that you see them Getting it on, for lack of a better word, no, right now, and I'm not and her that. breaking up, and her breaking up with the uh, no, with I her husband. No, I no, certainly didn't say that. Well, not saying that, but I'm just, I'm, I'm maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but I mean, I'm sure there'll be some romantic tensions, but I don't think Jack will end up with anybody. It's never been Jack's, it's never been Jack's thing to end up with anybody in his life. Right. So I'm not saying that they're going to end up together. I'm definitely not saying she's going to break up with her husband and yeah. run away with him, and that's going to be the end of the show. I think okay. um, it will tie it up nicely, though. But what, yeah, what I am saying is that she was brought back on purpose. She obviously is the only love interest that we could have brought back. Everybody else is dead. She's the only one who could be here right now. Yeah. That we give well, the only two, major one, only one that we give two crap. Because Kate Morgan, yeah, because because there's a someone from season two at least. Right. But, okay. Yeah. Well, do you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's a like a fantastic. So, point. so I'm wondering yeah. why did they pick her if mm-hmm. there wasn't going to be anything, unless it's just to show turmoil going on in him, or that he can still feel or something. So there's something more. Otherwise, they would have just picked a new love interest or. Or or brought back. Well, else. I mean, look, Kate. Uh, Michelle's actually alive. Like, Kate. Well, Kate Morgan could be a love interest for all we know. You Maybe. know, I mean, there could be other love interests, but I I still think Maybe. it's important to have Audrey back. She not just because of the fact that she was a love interest, but Kim Raver is a is a pretty big star in the Twenty Four universe, and people who are fans of Twenty Four are very familiar with her. So it's just another familiar face. I mean, right now we only really have three people from past seasons of Twenty Four that are in this season. Oh, four. We have four. We have we have all oh, four. Yeah, four including the president. Thank you. So we have the president. We have Chloe. We have Jack, and right. we have Audrey. So yeah. it just adds to it. But really, out of out of out of those four, even like I'll I'll say that you know James Heller was not a big piece to as 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 important a piece as Audrey always was. It was like but we Jack been, was working for James, but he was always with Audrey. It could have been Chloe and Jack. We could have picked up 24 Live Another Day with Chloe and Jack, but they brought Audrey back for a reason. Audrey would never be his love interest. Are you talking about love interest or just just having Chloe and Jack together? No, I'm saying we could have been 24 Live Another Day. The only two people that could have been on this season could have been Chloe and Jack. And I think fans would have accepted that. Uh, But we brought Audrey back. And so there's got to be a reason we're bringing back. She either represents something. She's going to prove something. There might be some fireworks. I don't know what. But we brought her back. I think that's a really great point. That there will, at the end of this season, like they brought this show back to provide closure to fans. Right. To wrap it up. And I think that the Audrey storyline will have a very definite ending of either they like move to Bali Bali and get married and have like children or she's dead. Like it's going to be very definite. Maybe dead. What uh, happened? I'm more likely to see dead. I'm more likely to see dead than moving. Become a, like eat, pray, love, but I think it's because <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to give us like the closure we want, right? Instead of just wondering what happened with like her, what okay. happened to Jack. Well, obviously, this is an this is just one scene them meeting together for the first time, and yet we're talking a about it for a long, scene, a massive. scene. No, I know, but we're, we're, it's, it, that's why we're talking about it so much because it's obviously something that the fans are really interested in seeing. Well, that look she gives him when he first walks in, she looks at him and then looks at her husband and kind of like ashamed looks away. Yeah. We, You know it's going to be huge. I don't know what's going to happen. The PTSD. Yeah. 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 
Right. No, absolutely. So I'm sure there's going to be there's going to be a lot more, but it looks like well, for now at least Jack is still in custody because he talked to the president about possibly going back out in the field, which we heard a little bit last week, uh, because in typical Jack fashion, he knows a guy who might be able to have access to Margot as an arms dealer. But instead of bringing him in for interrogation, he feels the fastest way is for him to infiltrate <laughs> is to in, to him to reestablish himself. Uh, and infiltrate this guy so he can get information on his own, which right. is typical 24 plot. How many times has Jack done that before? He's all, he's done that quite a bit where he's kind of gone undercover uh, at the last second and try to, you know, throw some kind of guys up. Mm-hmm. And the president says, not this time. He's like, four years of change. We can handle on our own. We'll just bring him in and interrogate him. And Jack insists that there's not enough time to interrogate this guy. This guy has gone to prison for not opening his mouth. He's gone to some of the worst prisons in the world for not opening his mouth. There's nothing the president can do to get him to open his mouth right. today. Um, the thing that was most interesting to me about this entire scene is when he says that he'll hand himself over to the Russians when this is all done, uh, that he'll or give yeah. himself to the authorities. Right. Is that how we see this season ending? Is that the end of this all? Does he give himself up? It's a possibility. It's not the first time that we've seen him going off into custody, uh, you know, to another no. country before. Well, it's not the first time we've seen that. I'm just saying. It's, it's definitely a possibility. He, We want closure. This could be the perfect closure. Yeah. He ends up going well, with the Russians. Was it like season like four or five where he, that he like wanders down like railroad tracks to Mexico and they're like, Shabbat Shalom. I kind of like foresee it be like <laughs> that kind of finishing. Oh, okay. That's possible. I mean, look, it's still, we're not even halfway through the season yet, but it, there definitely is a possibility of closure in that way based on what he says. However... You know, he's, he tells the president, just let me out in the field and I will surrender afterwards. And the president still says, no, you don't get to go. That's a big ask. I mean, I think that's actually the, the exact line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the president, that's a big ask. Like, it is a major ask. Yeah. yeah, but I honestly think that the president was too quick to dismiss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, <laughs> to the best of my knowledge, Jack's never wrong. And the president is... But Jack's always doubted. Or, or doubted a lot. Yeah. Yes. True, but I, I think that he's correct most of the time. Yeah. And so if he says that this guy is not going to break, that has to be taken into account. Um, granted, they think yeah. that they can find the, through the IP address, they think they have another way in, so they don't need to interrogate anybody because they already have their way to Margot. But you, you had to know. The second we hear about this B storyline about Jack going at whatever, mm-hmm. and we know that they're going in um, through the IP address, you had to know that we wouldn't have been talking about Jack going in if that was going to pan out, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, we hear about Jack saying his plan to President Heller first before they actually find out about this IP address from the tape. So, obviously, once that happens, they direct all of their attention onto uh, the attack on the man on the estate. Because mm-hmm. it's easier. It's easier. But now that that... Well, we'll get into that one a little bit later. But, obviously, now that that's... Uh, Too easy. Didn't, <laughs> that didn't pan out so nicely. Yeah. Now they're going to have to... As we saw in clips for next week, they're going to have to start exploring Jack's other options. Of course. I was waiting for the scene where President Heller gets his team of advisors together and says, Jack wants to go back in the field. I know it's a bad idea, but what do you think? But, but what's the alternative? Give me something else. Give yeah. me anything what else. else. You got? Yeah. Mm. Uh, like, this is my last option. So if you have option any other thing, but. I think, I think with the limited time that there is, I think it was already established that this was, I mean, he called, he called Jack in to have this conversation with him because his panel already said, his group already said, we don't know where else to go. We have no oh, leads. Yeah, I'm not they saying before that. Like, they want to use him as like for information though, but like I think the conversation of he wants to go back in the field. We want to give this man a weapon and send him on his merry way with the radio. But it was interesting though that Jack wouldn't give them the name. You wouldn't do it, you know. And Jack didn't want them to screw up their only chance of right. possibly getting Margot. Right. That's I, what he said. I think it had nothing to do with himself and like his ego. I don't think anything like that. No, ever. I think oh, he no. always thinks of the. I mean, he always thinks of the country first. I mean, listen to what he said. He said he would be willing to surrender himself afterwards. Right. Mm-hmm. He he actually sacrifices himself a lot. So we, you know, so pretty much that was the extent of the Jack interactions this uh, this episode. It was just him, uh, you know, doing that distraction in the embassy so that Kate could just walk out. And a little minor distraction just to, to get the Marines not thinking about Kate. And then uh, talking to Heller, talking to Audrey, and then making that plan to Heller. So a very, yeah. a very un-Jack, I mean, it was a great episode, but a very... Um, 
light Not Jack, Jack Light centered. episode. Yeah, yeah, light uh, Jack Light. Yes, Jack White. Yet we managed to talk about him the entire time. Well, anyway. because we were fascinated <laughs> by him. He doesn't hero. have to do. He doesn't have to do much. Jack so. Bauer, my hero. <laughs> Before we move away from the president talk, mm-hmm. um, when he was having the scene after Margot releases a video, and he came back and was like, "That's brilliant for her. She knows I'll never give myself up, and so she's won the moral war right. yeah. in the eye of her people and the world." Half that, the world, yeah. Half the world, yeah. That didn't occur to me. And so I, I think it's like smart writing like that, which makes me go, oh, yeah. Because sometimes like, we can catch up with them sometimes with like, oh, it's clearly like a fake house. Like, don't go in there. And so we're waiting for that, but it's still enjoyable to watch. So, like, things like that, I'm really happy to see. Like, oh, that's good. Like, yeah, like, please I, keep telling me smart stuff. Well, before we, yeah, before we move on, I mean, I do want to bring up that whole conversation that he had about, uh, the fact that Margot, uh, when she did the tape and she said that this was going to be retribution for the drone attack on her husband, where 23 people died and six of them were, were children. Right. And yet she is justifying the possible death of thousands of uh, English citizens to just to get at the president. I, I first of all, well, look, I mean, it's, it's that's the way terrorists think, I guess. So, you know, I feel like you're going to you're going to kill thousands of people and that's going to make up for the six kids that. You know that we killed uh, in that drone attack. I just feel that's a that's a bit of a hypocrite. Are we jumping into thing. this? The terrorists? Uh, I just get to Margo. Let's do it. Well, I want to talk about this only because because when uh, James Heller decided to look into research on the um, on the attack, Brodeur was protecting him. Brodeur didn't tell him about the six innocents. So that's another mea culpa that the that you know that's another friction that's going on right now between Mark Brodeur. And between President Heller, the fact that he's protecting the president, didn't want to tell him about the innocence because he didn't want to uh, lessen the campaign to get the drones. Right. What do you guys think about the fact that we're watching the video and they say, we assume this is Margot. Are we assuming that that's Margot crawling away? Or is that some player that we don't even know? I'm yet? believing. I'm believing the CIA that she was. Mar- and plus, don't forget later on in the episode when we get into Margot, she said she saw her husband. Yeah, she burn. did. She did say that. So. I'm just wondering if this is somehow because otherwise, I feel like we would have been able to 100 percent identify her. Whenever they don't show somebody's face, I feel like there's some sort of twist. Uh, because so we know she was there. We know that. She saw it, mm-hmm. but we don't know if she was there. We know she saw it. You're a very curious viewer. I am. You really, yeah, you really <laughs> overanalyze. I'm like, who's the mole? I, I, What's going on? I kind of trust, <laughs> based on the fact that she even said she saw her husband burn, means she was in the immediate proximity yeah. of the attack. And the only way she could do that is if she was she was on site. Even if that wasn't her, I don't know who that would be and why they wouldn't be revealed yet. The point is she no, survived I, the attack. Not that they wouldn't be revealed yet, but maybe that that was Simone, and that's why Simone's so towards this cause also, because oh. I keep sitting here questioning, Simone, what you doing? Like, yeah. Girl, I get she's your mom, she's but what you doing? brainwashed by her mom. I mean, oh. and the fact that her dad died in that explosion, too. And may- maybe siblings? I mean, if there's six little kids, like, was there... Yeah, who knows? I don't know. But I, I don't, you know, I think that's a little too in-depth, but I think, yeah. Tell I, me I, this while we're going in-depth. Yeah. Riddle Simone <laughs> is lying in bed. She's covered in sweat. She looks like she's the polio virus. Mm-hmm. Is that oh, realistic? Yeah. Is that realistic that you'd lose a finger and go into that much of, like, a bodily shock. And going to shock? I, I would think I so. I think that depending on how much blood she lost, yeah. right? Yeah. Up, you know, because it seemed like they cut it and now we see that they're taking care of it, but if it's infected, like the oh, way that God. Naveed seemed to think it was, uh, that that I'll give oh, them the benefit okay. of the doubt. I'm, I'm not positive. I've, I have all I think digits, if I was to lose perfect. a digit, I think I would be in worse shape than Simone. Are you I'm just kidding? telling you. you. You, I mean, you just watching it, you were practically in as bad okay, shape yeah, as Simone. Well, from the expert of an Eagle Scout, I have all <laughs> my medical merit badges. Oh, yeah. I just don't think that that's like, I mean, I haven't lost any of my fingers lately, but I just can't imagine <laughs> that lately. she'd be in that much pain. I feel like they're living in not great conditions as well, though, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know exactly what's going on, but Margot has control of everything. We don't know what the temperature is, we don't know what kind of food. She's just been. Yeah. We don't know if she has STD. She's been having sex <laughs> oh with random God. Yates. Like you guys, viewer number one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I, I think that. I'll give it to her. She just lost a finger. Let her have the shade. Okay, why do people still trust Margot though? She's killing people left and light, right. She's like taking fingers. I don't. She's like so unpredictable. I don't know why they're not terrified oh, see, of this I complete, ruler. I completely disagree. I think Margot is the most predictable person on the show. She has clearly made it so that we know what she wants and nothing else matters. 
So well, yeah, but that is scary if you're working for oh, her. Oh, it's petrifying, but I, I think that you know exactly what you're gonna get. I don't think that when Simone looked up at Navid and said, I never thought my mom would go this far, I don't think she's telling the truth. I think she knows exactly how far her mom would go. Um, and she only said that to him because she knew she was going to go along with the plan. Oh, see? I think that he told her about the plan, especially it being under the floorboards, because she had to find out that information before he dies, because she's going to use that then against her mom. Uh, about right, the well, floorboards, I don't think she's... We're, jumping, she we're jumping all over on this. Let's, um, let's, uh, let's... Let's, let's say, continue while we're on Margot. Well, I mean, I, all right, if you want to continue... We're talking about Margot. Assume... We're rocking yeah. and rolling. I, they I, don't all right, care what okay. order we talking. I, well, okay, go for it then. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that if she was going to go against her mom, it mm-hmm. would have been before her husband died. Maybe I'm wrong, but she's standing there... I guess she really couldn't have done anything. What was she going to no. do? Go pull out a gun and shoot her mom? Yeah, like, with four fingers. Yeah, I guess not. So so I, definitely the information under the floorboard is coming into play at some point. Yeah, and I think that... The, oh, sorry. Did I cut you off? No, no. I, I just am wondering if... If the mom has video cameras, what do they not have sound? Can she hear about the floorboard, or I don't know? Is she just watching. Or? I just think that the deciding factor for Simone was watching her mother like uh, execute her husband. She didn't flinch. I, she didn't flinch. Uh, Navid looks up. She, he's screaming, "Simone, Simone!" And she's sitting there, standing. And then the mom is dead in the forehead, and Simone didn't flinch. I think it's because of what you said, though. She knows there was not a thing she could do. Right after you take off your daughter's ring finger, yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know. It made me think differently of Simone. I keep thinking Simone's going to be the the big bad that that flips everything around and changes the game and goes against her mom and saves everything. But then when I saw the way it went tonight, I think she sold him out. And Ooh. and I think maybe she's just as bad as the mom. Oh, I just think it's like repeated trauma makes you dead in the face. She mm. was giving me like full-on ring girl coming out of the well. Oh, Samara, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like just no expression because there's so much trauma. It's like PTSD all over the place and she just can't process it and she knows, holy crap, there's nothing I can do and she's like behind her eyes. But Ian's like totally down for the cause too. Yeah, that's weird as crap. I mean, both kids are like, all right, mom, you know, um, so that's what the only reason I said something about who was crawling away. Right. Maybe they have bigger stake in this than just mommy telling them what to do. I just think you're looking too far into it. I, as far, I, 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 seriously, you really are. It's just like it's you're, you're killing possible. me with the minute. You really are. I'm, I'm, I'm making the show more miserable for you. <laughs> yeah. Right well, no, the show's not miserable <laughs> yeah. for me. But you're less like it's like maybe that's not her. Maybe I can't believe the government and actually Margo when she says that she was there. I'm like, no, I I no, trust I believe she, she was there. But <laughs> I don't think. But I think this one little. Cl- this is like you with the sniper uh, with the with the guy last week that you said, oh, this guy is going to be a major player in the next episode. I'm like, I no. Did, I did not. He just collected his SAG card and that oh, was it. Oh, okay. he's I mean Star Wars. I he's mean, been around for a while. No, no, not John Bordega, oh, the guy that was supposed to kill okay, Jack Bauer. Okay, oh. with the words in my mouth, I did not call him a major player. Yeah. I said I thought we might see him uh, again. And, I said, and, and Danny was the one who actually said he just collected his SAG card and I agreed with him and now here you are at, over like the Zabruder film or something. Is that Margot? <laughs> oh my god, is that Margot? I don't know. It's a major plot. It's not a major plot point. It was Margo was there. They they looked at the footage. They confirmed it. That's it. It could be. What is After Buzz for though? You're gonna feel like a real dick <laughs> yeah. next week. I, you know what? I will be okay. I will admit major I'm a word. dick if that if that becomes a major plot point or or if we find out that that comes back because it wasn't Margo. I will busy. I will come on here and I will just say it. If I lay out all these accusations, one of them's got to <laughs> land, man. One of them. You know what? I'm gonna throw well, the I'm boss gonna, at the wall and something. If I'm gonna, gonna stick. throw money on anything you say, it's not gonna be that one. I'm okay. just gonna say I'm that. With I'm with you. I think it's very interesting. I appreciate your insight. <laughs> no one thinks it's not. Ganging up you. on me. Ganging up on what, me. Um, Ganging up on you. Accusation did not come true was what I predicted which was Naveed would sear like the rocket from the drone into their house where they were hiding. And well, kill them all. And kill them all. That she would, would say, be the end of it. Well, yeah. Well, hey, ho-hum. She'll escape like on her hands and knees again. She'll crawl away. And Roxy will house. doubt it based on the video <laughs> footage. Lie. Roxy will hey, doubt okay, it. Okay, after watching all these people come back to life. Well, you never yeah. know. I all just right. thought that Naveed would have been like, you know what? I'll never make it out of here alive. I'm going to sacrifice myself yeah, and, my fingerless wife. Wife. <laughs> and my fingerless wife. <laughs> and I'll go to heaven and find my virgins. I, I feel like in a different show, maybe that could have happened. Thank you. I appreciate but that. But I, I, 
his love for his wife was so strong that it was kind of devastating at the end when he's calling for her. He's a pussy. I'll say it. Why are you telling your wife these secrets? Yeah, I will say that, that was an incredibly dumb move. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I think he's just totally head over heels in love with Simone and thinks for some reason that he can sway her. So he gives her all this information. But did Simone tell her mom, did she tell Margo what he did, said? Or it, was she planning on, on going with the plan? Well, here's the thing. I mean, Simone, not Simone, I'm sorry. Margo said that Ian discovered it. So I don't the think IP Margo, address. I don't think, yeah, that Ian discovered what um, Naveed did to I actually agree. make the, the tape traceable. So I I don't see Margo lying to Naveed. If, if, his, if her daughter said it to her, you know, she would have said, your daughter ratted you out. No, I'm sorry, your wife ratted you out. No, he said instead, Ian found out. Yeah. So that's why it's really interesting to see what Simone's really thinking in the end because we all we were all like, oh my god, stupid move, Naveed, stupid move. But we don't know for a fact, based on the information we've been given, whether Simone ratted out Naveed or not. It doesn't look like she did. I don't it's think almost she did. irrelevant at this point, though, because if she did, she certainly didn't rat him out about the floorboards. The thing. only reason why it's relevant is, again, because there's still more information in the floorboards, which it doesn't look like Marco knows about the floorboards. So let's so clarify. It's possible, so it's possible that Simone could eventually turn or, or rat out her mom. I think it has to be her. Wait, to clarify for a second, though, yeah. what's in the floorboards is proof that they weren't part of this and they wanted, that Naveed and Simone wanted to go against this? That's uh, what I believe Naveed said. I wasn't sure if, like, the proof was, like, like a notebook with, like, writing or if it's, like, a video that is actively taking footage. Of him switching the IP, like, Something showing like them and trying to prove. Yeah, but he said he said that it was going to prove him to be innocent and that he was going to claim uh, Simone yeah. had no say. So I don't feel like anything in the floorboard clears her name. I feel like it clears him, and she might try to piggyback on that what and say clears, that it's her husband. What clears her name is that she's the one giving the information over. Right, I guess. Yeah. That. Well, what does Naveed want? Naveed wants to get out of there with his wife. So I would assume that the information he has on the floorboards is to is going to help exonerate the both of them. Yeah. Well, Naveed, you are ass out of luck. Well, he's definitely ass out of luck because he's gone. <laughs> he's so, done. Yeah, he's okay, done. Okay, tell me this. It's The episode was 3 to 4 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Um, in that hour, Naveed transmitted the video with the IP address. Right. And yet, Miss Margot has enough time to run to this other house, plant all these bombs, and run back. No, she and didn't, nobody notices. Margot didn't plant the bombs. She there was no bombs. It was a drone, drone attack. Drone. Oh. She put one of the drones at them. She, it does, it, it doesn't take that much. Oh, you just need I a forgot. pilot. You just need a pilot. That's all you need. Yeah, but, oh, I watched the episode, I promise. But that surprises me <laughs> that she, that they did, uh, they thought they had ten drones originally. Now we know they only have six that are in the control. And of one of those six drones, they're going to use one on this house? Um, no, but eight, but uh, I don't have the notes like from last week. Yeah, each, each drone six. has like ten or six missiles. E- each drone has six missiles. So they only used what one no, missile? No, they used six missiles. You didn't see all the missiles go. Oh, uh, they used all okay, yeah, all six. or at least I saw four. I, know, of them. I thought I saw two of the six go. I thought that if you hit, wait, okay, so this is me not knowing about drones and missiles. Oh, I'm the expert. I think if you hit, like, yeah, we're experts Missile here. launch, yeah. all of them launch. No, you're incorrect. No, no, that's wrong. You, yes, you hit missile launch. And Back to the Eagle Scout thing. I know. So if you hit missile launch, then you can send that drone actually somewhere else and hit missile launch yes. again. You probably could. Oh, it's it. You're, it's pretty much like you saying, "Wait, you have a gun and it has eight bullets in it." You mean if you press the yeah. bullet, it all eight go out at once? No, they just use it like a gun. Well, it's it, a weapon. It's a little different because this thing is in the air. So I thought that maybe you hit it and then everything went to its designate, you know, wherever you wanted it. to I go. think it's I think it's user friendly. I think if you want to use all eight, <laughs> all whatever missiles on one target, you can. If you want to choose, yeah. you can. The point. Uh, it's an interesting point only because they really, really wanted ten drones. They yeah. only. Ended up yeah. getting six because Kate ended up calling in, uh, you know, the president and telling him that Jack Bauer was well, right. She calls Navarro. She calls Navarro, who calls the president. The president eventually knows. And you know what? I just did my drone iPhone app update, and I can definitely separate the drones. So, oh. like, you can oh, do there you two, go. just do four there or six. But what's interesting is. is because they were really concerned about getting ten drones, and then they only <laughs> got six. You're right. They wasted who knows how many missiles from one drone 
on that target. So that lessens right. the amount of targets they can do. But they're still going to be able to damage, as as uh, the president's staff said, tens of thousands of people can get hurt if they actually decide to aim for a nuclear target. That target expand, it, right. it goes tenfold. Well, that exa- it wasn't exactly the point I was trying to make was that, uh, yes, they lessen the rest of the drones, but the other thing is the fact that they lose credibility when they said to the president, we're not going to launch these missiles if you hand yourself over in the next three hours. And now they've oh. already launched it. Okay. They've already launched one of them. You know what I mean? So what what kind of thing is that? You know, right. so, like it. it's like it, it's not he, helping their cause. It's not helping them and to trust them. Is there any? <laughs> I exactly. I agree. Is there any earthly way that they would hand the president over as a plot to find out where they are? No, because they would never, even in real life, they never negotiate with terrorists. And that's always been a, a what part of What if it's 24. a stand-in? I think that something like that could happen, uh, not in real life, but on the show, maybe uh, Jack devises a plant, they have some way of getting him back, obviously with some sort of out. The closest, the closest thing that ever happened was season three when uh, they had um, when they had the drug lord, uh, now I can't remember his name for the life of me at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, in prison, and they were going to unleash a virus into L.A. unless they re- unless they released this guy. What, what, Jack did a break-in. He actually called the president and said, I know a way out where you don't have, where you could save face. I'm going to break him out before you have to give an answer. What about like a stand-in? Remember in the Wild Wild West when Kevin Klein dressed up as Ulysses S. Grant? So I, I think that like your, I don't know how it would happen, but I think something like you that. Know, and even if they lines. don't give like a stand-in, but like if like the man's staying there in the park and the car comes to pick him up, like you still have some way to trace it. Well, I don't think that would happen in real life, so I can't see them doing it now. Plus, it would show it would still show weakness because the media would probably the media would probably uh, embrace it it and show it alive. Exactly. Yeah, I still don't know what where the prime minister stands on all this. We we don't have much more time for this podcast, so let's move a let's move forward. Okay, let's talk a little bit. Let's talk about Kate first of all, because Kate, as we saw last week, trusted Jack and uh, and ended up taking the flight key, and she's working with Chloe now, which is really, really interesting. They're working together, and because of Chloe, uh, Chloe's interaction, she was able to, well, suspend, the, well, not suspend, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of preemptively uh, try and get the drones out yes, and stop uh, Margot from getting all ten drones. Right, and she does help a little bit, you know, yeah. we we recover four drones or ground them. Yeah. And Kate pretty much is a hero. And yet she comes back home. She goes back to CIA base where uh, all of a sudden, miraculously, of course, we see this tape and we find out that uh, they were able to find the IP address that shows uh, an estate where Margo's supposed to be. And Steve Navarro says, I'm taking point. Kate, you got to stay because the Marines filed a complaint against right. you, which I thought was a little funny. It was like poor Marines filing a complaint it against. It went high up Kate. the chain. It went yeah. high up the chain, but it was still a little, a little funny. I know that they couldn't send like a like messenger to go check out the house, but mm-hmm. is that proper protocol to send this massive team of like armed people just into the house without checking it? I felt like since it was so easy and so quick, and everybody kept saying that, that I was like. Guys, bells should be going off yeah. in your head. How are you yeah. going to send this many people in? Um, or, yeah, some some sort of video camera, something. Yeah. Well, you would think that proper protocol would be to assume, especially because even uh, even the uh, technical guy, I can't remember his name right now, who... Jordan. Jordan. He When he saw it, he said, either I'm really lucky or, or they're just, you or know... Or I'm really good. Or I'm really said. good. Yeah. But he was even doubting himself on how easy it was. And I would think, uh, like, the bells would be ringing. Yeah. This might be a trap. Why wouldn't he have done whatever it is that Chloe did, though? You know, just to double check. Because Chloe It seems like it took Chloe. her, like, four seconds. I well, know. Chloe, I mean, don't forget, Chloe's working in the WikiLeaks thing. So they yeah. probably have super mega access well, to all She says we're good, stuff. but we're not that good. She didn't have the access that she to needed. Into, she had to have uh, Kate. Yeah. 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 I'm just wondering where, like, the heat sensor is. Where they look at it with the camera and they're like, there's not a single body in yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's how we caught Osama. That's true. You know? Actually, no, you're right. They didn't I have saw any Zero heat. Dark 30. They it didn't. <laughs> they didn't I have any heat sensors. But the only thing I would say, and this would probably suspend my disbelief, is that they were in such a hurry 
to try and get this going as quickly as possible that they cut corners and they sh- you know they screwed up again it was like a it was a CIA WTF yeah. like what the yeah. hell yeah. but the, the only way i would suspend disbelief is that everything in 24 as we said earlier was so stressful and frenetic that they just rushed in and they didn't they didn't cross their eyes uh, and dot their T's. All I can say is that CTU so. would never make this mistake. Exactly. Put Audrey back in charge. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right? So uh, so anyway, so yeah, so it ends up being a trap. And luckily, uh, Kate's working with Chloe. And Chloe finds out the last second. Steve Navarro and Eric Ritter, who, who we didn't you know talk much about this yeah. episode, were both in the house. And it looks like perhaps they both escaped. But we don't know because they started to go back in. Right when the drones... Because uh, one of the teams is still inside. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty clear that they uh, survived. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, who isn't working with Chloe anymore is Cross. Yes, But Adrian we Cross. do hear Cross say, I love you, Chloe, yeah. which brought their relationship to a whole level I did not realize <laughs> they were at. Um, yeah. Was this... Because I just have to throw it out there anytime somebody says I love you. Was this just purely friendship-based, uh, or did we see something more going on here? Um, we obviously know that she lost her husband, she lost her son. What kind of relationship does she have with Cross? I don't know, but he's such a egotistical guy, and he doesn't seem to show much emotion at all, that it was really interesting to see him say, I love you. And the way he just said it, he was like, I love you, Chloe. And then he's walked out. So uh, it, it's an interesting trait. It's an interesting Is it like him caring about his children or I, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like platonic, but we sometimes like have sex because like we're lonely and like I'm impressed by your computer skills or if like, like you said, father and daughter. Me yeah, I'm totally. Oh, you oh, have great code. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, I, I wanted to believe it's platonic, but I just didn't know why that was there. If yeah. It was a little bit more. I, I agree. So I don't know. They very clearly put it in. For, to make a point. Yeah. I'm not sure what that point is yet. That's not the last we see of him. No, definitely not. No, I don't think uh, it's possible, but I think uh, we might see some more of him a little bit later on. I just don't know how, because the only way he would come back, I think, if his Chloe really presented a case for him to come back. Well, I think he finds some sort of information and he feels the need to go bring it to her. That's possible. Actually, I could see that too. Um and, and oh. like, doesn't want to get involved, but has to get involved, something. Or there's, like, the... Um, like Indian looking girl who's the hacker I don't remember mm-hmm. her name she looks like something's like uh, stirring Sabine. her mind yes yeah, something, something like yeah. that I mean they showed a couple of close ups of her but I, again I feel like she's just another character in the background for really? the most part yeah. she, uh, but he, they've made a strong point like, a couple episodes to be like oh look she's she disagrees following with, yeah. Yeah, Adrian Cost but she definitely disagrees with it yeah. So I wonder well, when she's only, she breaking out. She's only had, I think, like two lines. It's possible. I mean, it's more possible than the person you picked last <laughs> week, that's for sure. I see I see her more likely to come back. Hey, I made that prediction two weeks ago about her coming her being a bigger part than we're aware, so you know, just well, why, that don't, you, make why more don't you sense. all ride my coattails to the finish line? Oh God. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna ride your coattails to the finish line. <laughs> Riding dirty. <laughs> oh yeah. And speaking of coattails, uh, we're pretty much unless there's anything else that we forgot here, I think we've pretty much hit it all. I think I said everything Every I wanted to say. Little I got my polio detail. joke. In. You got your polio joke <laughs> in there. Unless there's some other background actor that you want to bring up, uh, yeah. spotlight today, uh, Roxy. It's not about the cast. There well, was that, that, there, was that, there was that fat guy that was kind of looking at Chloe at the very end when uh, everyone else was walking out. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, not, got it's, it. it's not about the cast, but the show had been doing like pretty <laughs> solid like 8 million viewers. Last week was in the 5 million viewer range. So I'm curious. It's a fairly significant d- jump down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been reading a lot of mixed reviews, which is strikes me funny because I think this season has done such an amazing job. Yeah. Um, what, what are you guys hearing? Well, I mean, look, 24, this was meant to be uh, Fox's version of event TV. This is what they're, they're trying to do more and more to make people watch live, to make things into a major event as opposed to a regular 22-episode season yeah. where people just tune in every single week. So based on week two, and, and to be honest, I mean, it's Memorial Day today, so who knows what the ratings will look like today. Ratings yeah. are usually soft right. on a holiday yeah, like today. So we're not going to necessarily expect bigger ratings. Uh, but I, I still feel that uh, we got to give this a couple more weeks build up to really determine if it's a success or if the or if it's yeah. dropping. You know who's getting great ratings though? 
Who's going to Our after show. And that's because you guys are home. <laughs> we have the most amazing fans. We love you guys. You, you're killing it. Yeah. Over. You know, we should bring up that uh, if you're listening to us on Monday on Memorial Day, uh, you might not be able to tune in to us on iTunes yet, uh, at least for our, our most recent episode. Uh, we apologize for that. There's been some issues, uh, technical issues that we are fully aware of. Uh, you should be checking us out either live streaming right now on AfterBuzzTV.com or YouTube, or hopefully we'll get this issue Yeah, the iTunes will be up very and running very this soon. week. It's fine. But if you do, I noticed some people already rating us and saying, oh, what, what the hell's going on? You guys aren't inconsistent, but, uh, but just let us, you know, letting you know it's, it's a technical problem and we promise to, once we get we're it gonna resolved, it. we're, we're going to fix it and it'll be consistent yep. the rest of the year, the rest of the season. The, the rest of the lifetime we have. The rest here. of the lifetime. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, I think that pretty much brings us to predictions. Oh yeah. Now, Did you throw a wink after that? Oh yeah. No, but I will next week. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Roxy, you look like you're dying to say something. So let's no, just no. say it. Oh god, I really didn't have much to say. Uh, uh, somebody else start with their predictions. Uh, you you said something sexual about Jack and Kate. I don't know if we're going to see no that, but we're definitely going to see. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're going to see that, but I think we're definitely going to see some teamwork. I mean, she, it looks like she gets the living crap beat out of her next mm, week. Yeah, she is the next. Oh Jack. god, the drill! I forgot, <laughs> and I had to remind you. Uh, but I was a little confused. Maybe you guys could point this out better. We see her being tortured with the drill. He puts the needle in her neck to bring her undercover, yeah. and then we see him standing in front of a gun. Was he? Was she behind him? Was he protecting her from being shot? Are they both undercover? Did she, did he bring her to this person that knows Margot as like leverage Bait. or to show that he's on their te- not on uh, CIA's team? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, it was pretty quick <laughs> the clip, so I'm not sure exactly what. But it does it does look like he's using Kate as a bargaining chip to get into uh, this arm dealers. That's all I could tell right now. Of course. And, and perhaps, you know, there's the initial, you know, it's always the bad guy when Jack comes in and he's trying to be another bad, you know, pretend to be another bad guy. There's always that initial gun to Jack Bauer and like, I don't know if I trust you yet. And then Jack's like, come on, it's me. It's me. I'm just some random bad guy. One of these times he's going to get shot. One of these times, I mean. Well, we'll see. What do you think, Jeff? I've honestly, like, no thoughts concerning <laughs> next week's episode. I have no idea what's going to happen. Okay. Although I'm very excited to see Jack and Kate teaming up. Yeah. Jack and Kate plus Chloe and eight. Plus Chloe, yeah. And, and eight. Nice. Uh, I, I see I, what you did there. I want to say that I did say that Jack was going to call Kate to be his partner last you week. Did. I yeah, did say duh. that. So did everybody. Whatever. <laughs> See, see your predictions it. might all come true, but mine that come true, nobody predicted. <laughs> Absolutely. Can't wait to see. Well, your your prediction on that Indian girl still hasn't come true yet. It's just two other close-ups. That's all we've seen so I far. I second that for my prediction. Okay, well, true. fine. Team up against me. I don't care. We'll see what happens next week. We'll, oh, my we'll God. Next week, I'm so it. excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, uh, oh, my prediction. time jump because we haven't had one yet. Uh, I don't th- According to IMDb, I don't think we have a time jump yet. Uh, my prediction, you know, I don't have a prediction. Well, we'll just go on to next week. How about that? So, yeah. uh, to, so where can we find you, Roxy? You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And Ditto with Jeff Masters 1. And you can find me on Twitter at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. You can find all of us also on other various AfterBuzz shows. Please tune in. We have like over 50 shows available on iTunes Heck and yeah. YouTube. And otherwise, you can catch us next week here Monday night at 10 p.m. Pacific for another episode of 24 Live Another Day. Thank you very much. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 